0: Thanks for tuning into the Upstream Life Podcast. Join us as we dive into scripture and tell real life stories that we hope will educate, equip, inspire, and challenge you to live a life against the flow. Welcome back to the Upstream Life Podcast. We missed you guys, and we are excited to be back recording episodes. In this podcast, Sammy and Joe sit down and discuss the transition they are going through, what it is teaching them, and how they continue to press into God and live an upstream life. This is the part one of the two-part series, so stay tuned for next week's episode. We are excited to be back, and we will continue to bring relevant episodes each week on Living Life Upstream. Babe, what a wild ride we've been on.
1: Yeah, we're in our RV, guys. Which move?
0: which like that's a wild ride just sleeping in it oh my goodness
1: this morning the kids like <clears throat> you know joe got up with the kids this morning before me and i'm laying there and i'm just like in bed, in bed like i what's on the, worse sleeping swing. in an rv
0: or sleeping on your on a carnival cruise
1: carnival cruise is worse because you can't just get out yeah you know like you can yeah. go outside but you can't just like get out because the ocean's there yeah. so this at least you're like okay i'm gonna lose my mind because i'm rocking so but it was kind of funny because usually you're the morning person this morning you weren't so you got up and then we swapped because i couldn't yeah. sleep because everybody was rocking the rv but anyways, so I'm here learning. we are in our rv yeah. and speaking of it yeah. it's still pretty gaudy and I had all these big plans Listen, in my mind about how I was going to like paint it, do all these things.
0: <laughs> the goals now are just to keep totes uh,
1: not in here, yeah, yeah. N- just find a place for things to
0: be able to actually get from the bathroom to the kitchen
1: without tripping. Yeah, which is hard because the dogs like to get yeah. under our feet now. But yeah, feel free yeah. to
0: comment to us, any of you <laughs> RV livers out there. If there's any of you that have
1: any any full timers,
0: full timers. This is upstream, just in case you're wondering if it seems romantic. (laughs) No, it's not. Following the Lord can lead you to uh, an RV in the middle of the woods. It really can. Let's talk about that. (laughs) Do we want to? Well, (laughs) I think, I think. Do we want to
1: talk about the Instagram version or the real version? Well,
0: the Instagram. Why don't you tell me about the Instagram version? So, okay. From an outside perspective, Mm -hmm. I don't have social media. Yeah. How would our friends think we're doing? (laughs) <laughs> well, honestly,
1: they might be wondering because I haven't posted a ton. Like okay. I posted like when we got our first donkey and we yeah. got our second donkey and we got our chickens and did dishes outside for the first time. A couple of those things. But I really haven't posted a ton because how do you say in like one paragraph this sucks way more than I expected it to? <laughs> like it's it's not necessarily like that it's bad. It's just the I mean, maybe it is actually in some ways, but more just like the contentment struggle, you know what I mean? It's like, I feel like I could write a book on that already. And so, because I, you know, me, if I want to write something, I have to read it a hundred times before I post it. And then after I post it, I have to read it a hundred more. And so I'm like, "Mm, it's just easier not to really post anything. So Instagram version, I think most people would be like,
0: so can we "Mm -hmm." learn something from that? If people check off, like, right. So like, I'm going to, I'm going to go real personal, right. Mm -hmm. In Haiti, you know how people are feeling and how they're doing by how they greet you in the morning. They yeah. say you can hear it through their teeth, you know, like, yeah, if you say a beautiful greeting, oh, they must be doing well. Things mm-hmm. are going good. If they say kind of a quiet. Yeah. So maybe that's like the Instagram version is if all of a sudden people are posting a lot. Wow. They're in a good season. Like life is
1: maybe happening. or they, some people could be posting a ton in, in a bad season and making oh. it look like it's a good season. I don't know.
0: Oh. One thing
1: I will say that is
0: Monday. Nothing there.
1: No, I'm not saying you're onto to nothing. But I think social media is such a tricky thing to try and even figure out. But for me, I'm yeah. like, well, if I don't have a ton to say or I don't feel like, I don't know. Or if I'm feeling blah, then I'll definitely be posting less, I think. Yeah. But I think I'm pretty cyclical like that. Um, but one thing that is kind of nice is I know like 10 people that are currently living in an RV full time. Right.
0: Yeah, like we couldn't so be living in an RV in a cooler place at a cooler time because we're not. Even out, kind really, of long. Even, yeah. even getting the internet the other day, you know, the guy's in here and I'm like feeling bad that him and his buddy got to come into our RV to try to hook he's up. Our like, thing. He's, he's <laughs> like, I've been
1: in a billion RVs. I've been in a
0: billion RVs and <laughs> I just stopped living in an RV. So. Yeah,
1: which yeah. is very different than yeah. anything that we're used to. But yeah. I it's nice, like last night, you know, Joe knows that I had a meltdown, but obviously you guys don't. Our kids know. So I had this meltdown last night, and I was like, ugh. And it just so happened, one of my friends that is also living in an RV had like reached out. And then our neighbor is also living in an <laughs> RV while they're building their house. Like her and I were talking and it's just, it's nice to be able to talk about that yeah. with people that are, that understand. I mean, it's the contentment struggle is real. And also, you know, like the balance of obviously like we've seen a lot, we've lived in more difficult places in some ways.
0: Yeah,
1: I feel like there's that constant, like, not guilt, but kind of where you're like, I'm sitting in the porta potty and I'm like, this is great. But I'm like, yeah, but I'm also like, I know people that would be really happy to have this toilet that gets cleaned out every week and free toilet paper, you know, like, and you're just constantly going back and forth with that. And it's weird because it's like, on one hand, you feel guilty for like feeling that. And the other hand, you are reminding yourself like, but at the same time, like, this is my reality and I have feelings in it. But then my head also is like, But you're still being a baby. You know, it's like this constant, you know, struggle with contentment and what we have versus what other people have. But also what you feel like you don't have because you're faced every day with what you don't have. You know, I don't know.
0: You just what you just delivered there is really where I think we need to hang out and camp for a minute on a talking point, because. You know, right now we haven't been online for a while. We knew that well, some, we didn't
1: have internet. Either. Well, that's, We didn't have internet.
0: <laughs> we didn't have a house. We didn't, you know, so for those of you guys that are just tuning in, maybe this is your first episode that you've ever watched. Uh, you know, Sammy and I do this thing called, you know, upstream life. And it really is our idea of what is it like to really be devoted to Christ? What is it like to read God's commands on paper and then try your best to live those out? Well, what we've learned through traveling the world and spending time in our own homes and raising our own kids, that's easier said than done. Mm -hmm. Like if you feel the Holy Spirit convicting you towards things and then you actually try to apply them and live them out, it's hard. And what you're talking about right now are those things, right? Like we're in an RV and we're using an outhouse, which are way, way substandard. Compared to right. what we're used to.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: I mean, we're talking, lived- we're talking about what some people would consider appalling. I know people that would never yeah. go sit in a porta potty.
1: I <laughs> would, me? <laughs> right.
0: But, but- I would
1: literally, I'm the person, like, I would hold it. If we're at an event and there's a porta potty, I'm like, I will literally hold it for five hours and get a, you know, risk being sick.
0: Exactly. And and that's my point though. (laughs) But
1: it's only our waste. So it's fine. Right.
0: But inside (laughs) those physical experiences, you have spiritual wrestlings that happen. Yeah. That grow you even last night. Right. (laughs) When all of a sudden you've stubbed your toe a last time, or you can't even take off your clothes to get ready for bed.
1: Because your husband is already laying down and your stuff is under the bed. I haven't laid
0: down yet. I had said (laughs) Well, I warned you. Yes, I said...
1: Don't lay down. And you said, said, I already am laying down. And I was like, but I can't get my clothes.
0: (laughs) 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 So there's that. You've got, you know, high school kids that are coming home from football practice that don't necessarily know how or when or where to shower because it's cramped space. So anyways, the list keeps going on, but what I'm... what
1: i mean we have two what you (laughs) just
0: said though is the why yeah because when you have all of the comforts of everything that you can buy you don't tend to think about the things that you were thinking about while sitting on a porta potty Mm -hmm. this is terrible but oh my gosh it could be so much worse
1: and it's so much better than
0: and well that's what i mean so but
1: some people experience Yeah. It's crazy. I don't know. I mean, I think I came into this thinking like, oh, like you could do anything for a season. Right. And I've thought, oh, well, we've lived in some pretty wild circumstances previously. Like, it's going to be cool. Like, it's fine. And I think I have just realized, like, I am just prone to wander. Right. Like, I'm really good at being like, you know, in in the moments that are like really high stress, like we're packing our house, we're getting ready to close, we don't have anywhere to go for a couple of weeks. We're like in those moments, I'm so good at being like, okay, God, like we're in this together, like really keeping focus on Him. And then when we first get here, and you're like, oh my gosh, like what have we done? But like also, not this to is mention, so exciting. it's 100,
0: 110 degrees every day, right. here in the middle of the desert. Yeah,
1: right now. it's toasty. And so, what you're probably wondering, wearing a sweat, why I'm wearing a sweatshirt, but. I'm representing because Dorian's leaving, yes. you know. Sorry, week. I
0: didn't mean to pick you after.
1: But um, but anyways, but then it's like you know when you first get here and it's all exciting and it's like yay we got a donkey and yay we got another donkey and yay there's chickens <laughs> like this is the best life and people are like when you post that people are like you're living my dream and I'm like yeah I'm living my dream too but it sucks sometimes <laughs> like and but in it's like as the days go on, I just am prone to forget that I'm like oh yeah duh I really need to be checking in with God about this. I really need to be dealing with my own heart in this. And I just get sometimes really caught up in like the the day to day and just getting through like, yeah. okay, move this basket here and move that basket here and try to figure out how to cook a big meal for a big family in a kitchen that is teeny tiny and you only have, you know. It's a bare minimum, to make
0: ramen like, noodles in that kitchen. Like that's, <laughs> right? that's well, and
1: it makes it hotter. So yeah. You don't want to cook in it. So I don't know. It's it's so interesting. I mean, it's definitely like if it's if this season is meant to like reveal, you know, the good, bad, and ugly. Like definitely, which is what God does. Doing Which I don't get but it. Like I feel he, like
0: as He prepares you for anything, He, it, I love that term of working out your salvation with fear and trembling because it's a mining term. It, it means that everything that there is that is you in Christ is in his hand, but in order for it to be revealed, it has to be chiseled away. You know, like Mm -hmm. the earth and dirt and muck, we always use a diamond as an example. A diamond is worth what a diamond is worth, even when it has all the earth and corroded and, yuck yeah. on it but it needs to be cleaned and polished yeah, and you and kind cut of and...
1: kind of forget that because like in the moment like i said when you're like this is so exciting like we found this land and i've dreamt for years like of having a place you know for people to come and just get away and like that's been provided to us so many times <laughs> like It's really important to me. And so it's like in those moments, you're like, yeah, like, this is so cool. Look what God's doing. And like, you're selling the house and you're coming out ahead. And it's like, yay, like I have donkeys. (laughs) You know, I was really excited about that at first. And then it's like, all of a sudden you realize like, oh, okay. But there's also like really difficult parts that you do have to mine out also. And there's a lot of waiting. And I've, I guess I... Because our like the times that we've made, I feel like we've made some pretty big steps of faith, like, you know, like our adoption, like that, that came together. And it's like you had a timeline and you knew what to expect for the most part yeah. because of where we were adopting from. I mean, there's other places that aren't so much, but it was like pretty seamless. God showed up right away. Um, and so maybe that's because he knew He had other things going mm-hmm. on that <laughs> Like we couldn't lose focus, but it's like that worked out. And even like moving to Haiti, both times it was like, we had this plan. Like we have this place to go to, we have this, we know what we're doing. Like this feels comfortable. Mm -hmm. Whereas this, it's like, Oh, Holy crap. Like this is so far above our heads that I feel some days like I'm drowning. So let's
0: hit that real quick. So all of those adventures that you've just mentioned that God's taken us on had, some of them, right? had, had incredible rewards, some tangible, like gospel and worthy. Yeah. Some just like, wow, I wouldn't have known that about myself had I not experienced it. Yeah. Some of them reveal the worst parts about you, but still connected to God, somehow work towards good. Mm-hmm. What do you think it is about this one? You were mentioning some of it this morning as we were waking up and kind of talking about last night's aftermath.
1: Let's not make
0: it worse than it really no, was. No, I know. It was, it was a, it <laughs> was a mean, very it was typical Joe and Sammy, uh, you yeah. we haven't been Passionate communi- conversations. What happens with both of us, and I don't know if this is true about your guys' marriages, anybody that's listening, listening in, is we both communicate the same, but also very different in our listening seasons. Like, when I feel like things are way out of control and I don't know how to fix them, I have to, like, be really in tune to the Lord. That doesn't make me spiritual, that doesn't make me anything, because what ends up happening in that moment is I kind of forget about the fact that my wife needs to be listened to and: and Yeah, and to, like too. your
1: response is the right one. like, just draw closer to the Lord. Yeah, right. Like, right. of course, that's the ideal situation. That's what we should be doing, right? But that if I'm telling you like, "Hey, I n- need to talk about something." or Which hey, you explicitly like
0: explicitly did. I mean, all the way as far times. as sending me some text. I would say at least three or four times in the last couple of weeks, like, I'm lonely. Like, let's just talk. And it's not for those of you guys listening, it's not because I don't enjoy my wife. She is my best friend and my favorite person in the world. But we've always found different places of homes that are our comfort places. Like right now, I don't like chilling in, in a RV. tiny little RV where I have to look at everything man made and obnoxious to me, where right outside this little tiny door, <laughs> It's like, is like it's heaven. beautiful hill country. Yeah. yeah, it's heaven. It's blue skies. It's birds chirping and sunshine. And even though it's hot, I very, don't, ha- I don't hot. have to be, f- I don't, I'm a lot of people don't know this, but I'm actually, I'm not claustrophobic in the sense of small, but I can't do CT scans or MRIs or whatever they yeah. are.
1: And it kind of feels like we're in an MRI too. <laughs> yeah. <So> anyways, <laughs> when I, we're all as, home and the dogs are in here, it's kind of like, as that.
0: we digress here last night, obviously, you know, we, we hit a nerve. This morning we woke up. Oh, we talked you didn't about finish that
1: statement, though. You were going to say <laughs> you find solace by oh, being outside. Yeah, And I would, too, except for that, because I love the sun. Like, I love the heat. I mean, we moved to Texas for a reason. But
0: you said this morning you don't want to sweat out clothes when you don't have a washing machine.
1: Literally, I know that sounds so stupid. (laughs)
0: It's true. And I'm not
1: even that big of a sweater, but it's like in between sweat and dirt, because everything around us is dirt. I'm like, I feel like I'm just dirty all the time. I don't like
0: right now. We are. And I
1: don't like it. I don't like even thinking about it. My fingers feel uncomfortable. I hate sand. I hate dirt.
0: Again, you're bringing up something that I think is part of the process. So for those, I have no idea. I never know who's listening. So I just got to trust that what I'm saying is landing somewhere. But for those that are pursuing life, like, what is this life actually about? Like, and when you fall into the arms of Jesus and you talk about those things that we were just talking about on how it becomes this refining process, scripture talks about it as being a sanctifying process of this you, Sammy Joe Rigelski, born to Bill and Laurie, and me, Joe Rigelski, born to Tom and Charlotte now have this new birth in Christ and God wants to make us as much as possible into the image of Christ. Well, when we go through these things, it starts to reveal to us Mm -hmm. where we're really like jacked up in these moments when you step out of comfort, right? Because so much of our pursuit in life is to create comfort for ourselves. God says it's our desire for heaven, but we always fall short of heaven until we pass from here. We're not meant to fall in love with this home. So as we find things to bring comfort, we find that they usually flee us, right? Like, okay, I finally got that new car, but that joy lasts for so long. I got the new house, that joy lasts for so long, blah, blah, blah. That's tough to find. But when we take these very unorthodox steps away from comfort, it starts to reveal what things we put our hope into.
1: Yeah, it does. And
0: this morning you were saying like, as a mom, it's really important to me to provide X, Y, Z. And I would say, as a dad and as a husband, it's really important for me to provide X, Y, Z. And then as a Christian, you have this overarching father who says, I promise to take care of all of those things if nothing competes for my attention. That becomes the really like the upstream portion that's like, when you read those things, because I'm like you and everybody else, when I'm not in the word, I'm left to my own thoughts and every other influencing thought around me, and it shapes things. But man, when I get into scripture, I just start to cry because I'm like, I just want to get this thing right. Not right to sinless perfection. not Impossible. R- yeah, not, not right in the sense that uh, I'm better than any person, but I mean, right in the sense... Like what
1: you feel that. Led- to do, like what, what you feel called to
0: yeah. be. yeah, And for the purpose now of inspiring the generations that God has given. I mean, we're, we're getting ready to send a third child out into this world. It's and so I kid weird. you not, Sam, as screwed up as we are, I'm so proud of the kids that we're giving this world.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I know that... They're definitely way cooler than us.
0: <laughs> I know that. But if, if at the end of the day you know those things are coming from goofy pursuits or crazy pursuits, I'll take that. If at the end of the day you and I are old and laying next to each other and you know an old folks hopefully home. hopefully not in an RV. Not, not an <laughs> RV or whatever. I hope to have one thing that I don't regret and that's that I put all of my trust in God and believed every word that he he penned. And that's my upstream journey. And I want to thank you for taking that upstream journey with me because, you know, I shared with you, sometimes I feel like you do follow me, but usually that's only when you're really upset. <laughs> <laughs> because usually normally it's when I'm... what gets us to that place <laughs> is feeling like we've really done it together. Cause I know in your heart of hearts, it's all you want to because you've totally. been forgiven much in this life and you've seen You've seen, well, no, but I mean, like you've seen the, you've seen why just whether it be that or just the fact that you've also seen what being a good person that goes to church every Sunday gets you. It it doesn't necessarily get you anything more than the guy down the street. It really becomes how big is your faith account? Yeah, not your bank account, but your faith account. How many times have you made deposits in your life that when really, really hard things come up, you know God's going to get you through it. And right now is another one of those. I think the reason why it tests us so hard in this season is because it's hitting one thing that we've never had to really give to God. That's our home.